It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Car con carne is a thing that up until recently was a weekly podcast. I would record in my car with guests. We'd go to a restaurant. We'd bring food in the car. We'd chat. That's not happening happening for the foreseeable future because of COVID-19. We are all socially distancing ourselves. So this is, for all intents and purposes, quarantine con carne, carless con carne. Doing this every weeknight, maybe even some weeknight, weekend nights too, talking over video chat with people who are also sequestered in their homes and tonight, I have Mike Vinopal. He is the education director of the Hope for the Day charity. He's also in the band Local Motive, uh, an accomplished local musician. Uh, Mike, thanks for joining me over the World Wide Web tonight. Of course. It's, it's my pleasure. Um, I've always been a fan of the podcast, both in the car and just this <laughs> week, I became a fan of the quarantine version. Uh, <laughs> I watched on, was it Sunday or was it Monday that you had Josh Caterer on? Um, oh, Sunday night, yeah. Yeah, and uh, if no, if you don't know about the Smoking Popes, go check them out, listeners, and uh, also know that he's helped out with the Hope for the Day cause. Um, oh, great! That doesn't surprise me in the least. Yeah, he's a he's an excellent guitar player and excellent human being. So, so quickly, or, or elevator pitch wise, summarize what Hope for the Day is and does. I can do it in two words: uh, proactive prevention. Uh, if you want to go a little deeper, it's the fact that we're a nonprofit movement empowering the conversation about proactive suicide prevention and mental health education. So we want to make sure people have new language, uh, new skills to evolve and shape, uh, you know, how they talk about, think about and respond to their mental health and that of others. Because as you uh, likely are aware, uh, we've inherited a good amount of bogus generational uh, presumptions and things like that uh, that we we do currently use to shape our attitudes about mental health and the conversations we're having. So it's just about breaking that silence as a community. Well, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons I wanted to talk to you, I mean, I know I'm fairly freaked out by what's going on. I'm trying to keep myself distracted with things like this podcast. But, you know, I was aware I went to Target this morning. At 7.50, the line was about 20 people deep, 10 minutes before doors opened. Doors opened, and then it was like one of those TV game shows. Okay, you have one minute in a shopping cart. Fill as much of, as you can in that shopping cart, and then you're done. Then and it was like this this crazy death race inside Target. It just reeked of desperation. The Target no longer plays music inside because they don't want people to linger. It started to stress me out. Like, oh, my God, I've seen all these movies. I've seen all these opening scenes of apocalyptic movies, and it really started to get in my head. And I realized I can't be the only one who's stressed and upset. And I wanted to have someone like you, who's the education director for such a, a noble cause, kind of talk about that, that feeling, that kind of vaguely hopeless feeling that can probably come in and out during our time at home and how to kind of address it. Yeah, that, that feeling creeps in for all of us. And it's important to have platforms like this in which we're reminding people that we're all going through this together, that we're all freaked out. And this is scary for a lot of us for a lot of different reasons. But that feeling that you're talking about that creeps in when you're in that scenario 
that feels like some bad, bad movie. Um, that's like anxiety. And it's something that's inside of all of us is programmed into every human being's brain. Um, your fight or flight response is something that's been at the core of the human experience, the shared human experience since caveman times, right? So if you're out running a bear, for instance, because it smelled you while you were hunting it, uh, it your brain produces really powerful chemicals like adrenaline and, and other things of that nature that uh, could cause you to run fast or jump higher. Prepare yourself to either escape that, that situation that you're in danger or to fight for your life. So that's kind of the heightened state that we're all experiencing right now is that fight or flight. And to tie it back to understandings that have been developed over the last 50, 60 years, um, that your brain is producing this response, these thoughts, feelings, and emotions that can make it very uncomfortable. It can really impact every quality, every facet of our life. Um, so in those scenarios where you, like as you so eloquently put it, it's reeking of desperation. You're in that situation where you've got to go out and you're feeling like really paranoid. It's starting to get in into your like psyche and make you kind of question, wait, am I, am I overreacting or am I underreacting? Any of those situations where you're kind of uh, shaming yourself or feeling guilty about any of those experiences, any of those feelings you're having, um, at Hope for the Day, we would just remind you that it's okay not to be okay. To be able to try and run counter to the generational stigmas that we've learned that say, hey, if I can't handle this, I'm not strong enough. Um, that's really important right now because the weight of the world's problems is a, is a heavy, crushing thing. And uh, we all know that other people had stuff going on before this pandemic kind of took over our lives. So those things didn't end either just right. because now we're all on quarantine. Um, so having that, having that respect, having that dignity for yourself and your experience and knowing that, yeah, this is hard right now. And if you shed a tear or you need to take some deep breaths or you need to do some more things for your self-care um, to get through this without the cabin fever being detrimental to your quality of life, um, leave no stone unturned. Uh, yeah. You know, so self-care self -care is key, right? Yeah. And it might feel really, uh, you know, anxious at home, kind of pacing around looking for things to do, but throw yourself into a project is the best thing that um, I've found is working for me. Someone who lives with bipolar disorder, I was diagnosed when I was 31. So um, going through heightened anxiety, much of my young adult life, we champion lived experience uh, at Hope for the Day. So I get to take that story and those experiences that required me to develop a lot of coping skills and a lot of self-care strategies for me because, you know, people always looked at me when I was younger as like a weirdo. And now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I'm a weirdo, but here's some <laughs> reasons why and I'm okay with it. You know, um, let's normalize this conversation and share our tools, share our self-care strategies, invite each other to the party, uh, even though it's going to be like, it's going to feel like a mile wide gap uh, to cross since we're doing it digitally, but yeah, can create community opportunities through the digital spaces. Um, so, so how important or does it vary by person? How important is that making connections for people who are sequestered digitally oh, it's, it's or on so the phone? It's so very important. I think um, 
we undervalue it these days. There's a facade that we've all been very connected because of the advent of social media and how it spread like wildfire with real no guidelines for what was socially acceptable, nor what is healthy and unhealthy for us as users. Um, but you know, the fact that it came on that way gave us this feeling of connection, but now it requires a little more effort to um, fulfill these like very fundamental needs in the shared human experience. I mean, we all, we need that belonging and that love. Otherwise we kind of shrivel up like a plant, right? That's not getting water or sunlight. Um, and if you're lucky enough like me to have at least one uh, companion, Aaron, my fiance who works at Sip of Hope, the hope of the day uh, social enterprise, they had to close the coffee shop as well. Yeah. So she's home, we're home, but we're trying to limit our exposure in every way possible as well as no visitors, you know, we got right. fur babies to keep our, keep us ourselves company and ourselves. But if you're all alone out there, it's all the more reason to use the portal or use the Google Hangouts or the zoom, the FaceTime. Yeah. Anything you can get your hands on, uh, give yourself that connection. Uh, even if it's a, a, a typing type of connection, um, cause that could satisfy that need as well. If someone starts to spiral down and think that the only way out is to just completely check out, what yeah. resources do they have? What, what do you offer? Do I recommend? Uh, well, so there's a lot of stuff that's really uh, wonderful out there. It's nice to see some of the, the community coming together and saying, hey, um, we know people need support right now. So there's a, a Chicago-based organization. They're national. They're called the De Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. That's DBSA. Um, and their Greater Chicago Chapter um, is the national office as well. They have an online support group community that you can register for. It's free, and uh, there's a lot of those scheduled coming up so that you have some people to uh, – they're peer-led support groups that give you, like, an opportunity to kind of vent and be with other people that are trying to process this, this experience if you feel like that would be something helpful to you. Um, I know that Talkspace has published uh, on their blog um, some free – um, resources as well for community members that have either tried their services or have not, uh, and different telehealth platforms are going to be some opportunities for people to get that professional level of care to interface with a therapist if need be. So there's mm -hmm. lots of those out there. Um, and your insurance, if, uh, you know, you happen to have insurance um, that provides that type of platform, good for you and really utilize that and understand uh, what a luxury that is in this time of need. Um, there's additionally um, all the hotlines that we have on Hope for the Day, resource cards, as well as on our website. Um, these are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week nationwide. And they're tools if you yourself are struggling and feeling isolated uh, to speak with somebody who's a crisis intervention specialist, uh, as well as if you needed to maybe support somebody that you're worried about in your life um, and get some advice and. Uh, you know, it's just an opportunity to use another tool. And we like to raise the visibility of all those tools. And uh, if therapy or, you know, a clinical level of care is not what you're looking for, I'm seeing all sorts of people uh, live broadcasting yoga classes and meditations. There's guided meditation through Headspace where you can just do a search on YouTube for yeah. things like that. I am seeing that everywhere right now. Yeah, I mean... 
it seems that people are trying to rally um, like that Mr. Rogers meme going around, like look for the helpers in these times of crisis. And I've seen a lot of helpers out there and it, uh, it fills my heart with joy to know that um, some of these businesses that, you know, many of them were probably thinking bottom line up until um, a point uh, where they were like, hey, we have a service that can be helpful uh, yeah. to people right now in these strange, dark times. And let's, let's do the right thing. And let's, uh, let's cut some deals, offer some free licensing. Um, there's like Adobe Photoshop, Creative Suites doing a deal. There's online virtual tours of like aquariums. And oh, yeah. Stuff. That stuff's amazing. I mean, the animal camps, like literally, um, if you start to try and think of your toolbox that way right now, um, that's really the way to stay vigilant about your mental health and stay mm -hmm. in a positive frame of mind when there's a lot of negativity rushing at you. Take your breaks too. Unplug for God's sakes. That, that's Unplug what I was going to ask. Cycle. Yikes. Uh, how damaging is social media in a time like this? I mean, it's about deliberate use. I think we never challenged social media as becoming a part of the fabric of our societies. We never, nobody ever did. I mean, there was, you know, the, the usual parent communities being like, oh, this is, this is the devil and it's going to ruin our kids. But um, for the most part, we didn't set up guidelines. We didn't talk about how there are, there are healthy ways to leverage this beautiful technology uh, to enrich our lives and how there are extremely toxic rabbit holes to go down as well um, so that kids and even adults that are kind of tied to their phone um, can maybe reevaluate their relationship with their social media and maybe the effects that it is having. Um, I, I think we're all prisoners of our perception. So if you're seeing through your singular lens and you are starting to take in media that's telling you that you're not enough, that you're not pretty enough, that you're not doing cool enough stuff, uh, that you're not successful enough or stylish enough, that can be damaging because you can start to believe those things and it, and it breeds that despair. And we're out for hope. You know, hope fights despair and uh, shines the light and prevents us from trying to find value or worthiness by comparison because we all deserve that same respect and dignity. So a, a couple of takeaways, things that people can do as they're holed up, as we're sequestered, um, make connections real connections, whether it's something like you and I are doing, talking over video chat. I get to look in someone's eyes and have yeah. a conversation. That's meaningful. That is a great deal to me, yeah. Uh, or lean in on an interest or a hobby and just milk it. Like for me, I knew that this was going to be a challenging time, so I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to do my podcast every night. It's just yeah. something I know I can do. It, it's on my calendar. It's a distraction is something I love doing, but it's a distraction and it's something, it's a hobby I can kind of milk instead of yeah. just going down that hole. So yeah, to your reps. point, learn, learn like, a language. Let's, let's get reps. Let's get some reps. Yeah. I mean, whether it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to work on my spring bod. I'm going to, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying I'm wash as, an example, <laughs> as an example of things you can think. Um, <laughs> Whether it's that or, like you said, I'm going to tour every museum virtually across the planet or I'm going to you know, learn how to make my dog learn English, whatever. I mean, find something and just make it, make it a job almost. Like a, yeah, you mess with uh, that Duolingo app at all? My, uh, my fiance is trying to learn Irish Gaelic right now, which is some weird sounds, let me tell you, but it's beautiful. Um, 
if she ever figures it out, that'll be, that'll be cool to talk to her. Yeah, well, it makes like for a cool uh, like game based kind of language immersion. So, uh, so you, it feels like checking that out. So you're eating on the podcast. What are you eating? Um, right now, I'm trying to get into one of these gourmet suckers. That um, okay? So I play a lot of music. It's self care. Um, helps keep me healthy. Yeah, uh, helps me have an outlet. Right. So um, I'm in a couple different bands. Love playing guitar. Love helping other people make their ideas come alive. So this is a bad candy sucker. Oh, it's a little smashed. Uh, bad candy is a newer band that I play with. Uh, the main songwriter her name is Alex Subak. She's incredible. Um, she brings that Joe, Joan Jet Nirvana kind of flavor together. I don't know. It's a little if grit. That makes sense, but it's a, a special sucker that was made by our friend Danielle Snow. She she's from the Bad Hunter family. She's a pastry chef over there, and she made these really gnarly, bloody suckers to go with our our uh, album artwork. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so it's bad candy, you know. Uh, I can't seem to get it out, though, but it's delicious. I, we, well, we love watching you struggle with it. <laughs> That's just life in a pandemic. I'm just going to watch yeah, this right? and open up a sucker for five minutes. I'll, I'll what, work it out. <laughs> I used to go to concerts and movies. Now I just watch dudes Three. open up suckers. There it is. Mm, yes. All right. All right. So hope for the day. If people want more information or simply curious, uh, the website is? Yeah, the website's HFTD, like, Hope for the day, obviously. If you type in hope for the day, yeah. it'll get you there. But uh, hftd.org, um, we're a nonprofit organization. And sipofhope.com is if you want to learn more about the partnership between Dark Matter Coffee here in Chicago that has helped us uh, meet people where they're at. Now we're expecting to be by slapping some resources on a bag of coffee and eventually having the first ever coffee shop where 100% of the profits go back into our work. I love it. Um, so, yeah, we, we also have another website you can go to. It's purevention.org. Like, I'm your peer, P-E-E-R, and then vention, V-E-N-T-I-O-N.org. That drops you right to an, uh, an Eventbrite listing. Um, so tomorrow we have Conversations Cafe, which is our live monthly mental health podcast, usually hosted at Sip of Hope. Um, but due to the constraints and having to close the business, we're going to be broadcasting that live tomorrow on YouTube at 6 p.m. Central Time. Brilliant. Um, that, yeah, welcome to this. So this is where we're at. Yeah, and we're going to do whatever we can to continue to spread hope. Um, luckily, we can continue to offer some community education through these platforms um, and do the work that we're planning to do anyway. Um, and I know that that's not the case for a lot of people, and um, that's all the more reason we should get out there and spread the word um so look for more uh engagements with hope for the day and, and digital communities um because we got a lot of wonderful friends doing some cool stuff out there too to help the hospitality community that's hurting real hard the live music community uh and onward i mean the healthcare providers of this country right now are taxed heavily yeah, there's completely stretched um so you know your first responders um everybody just be thinking about uh how challenging this is for yourself and then imagine that anybody else that you're talking to it could be tenfold you know you never yeah. know what people are experiencing on top of this uh pandemic so um be kind always and go out of your way to do a little nice thing you know even if it's just sending a meme and in summary it's okay not to be okay yes indeed yes indeed well said it. 
I love that. <laughs> I, I feel like I've heard it somewhere before. All right. I, as things progress, if we're stuck here for a long time, I may want to have you back on just to kind of Anytime, man. like a little Anytime. reset. Uh, but let's segue. Let, let, I want to end on a, on a fun note, sure. which is weird after that conversation. But you're a musician. You're in local bands. Mm-hmm. We, we are in the Mike Cave. Surely you have an instrument nearby. I do. I have, I have a special instrument. It's got a lot of mojo. My dad uh, passed it on down to me. So he was a musician too. Yeah. So my dad, uh, he's from a, a family like seven siblings. So he had four brothers. And he was the he was five of there was five boys and two girls in the family. So, and out of the five boys, four of them uh, could sing a mean harmony, and um, you know were just pretty naturally gifted with the music. So I grew up around that a lot and uh, loved singing, loved playing guitar. Or, picking up anything to make some musical sounds out of it, you know? I love it. That's a great story. Uh, do you feel comfortable playing on a webcam? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I think I got a perfect song, actually. So, All right. And now, is this a locomotive song? Is this-, this is a locomotive song. We were supposed to go into Rack's Tracks on Monday, actually, to record it for our new record. Uh, but the good people at Rack's Tracks are also trying to do their part for the greater yeah. good. So they had to cancel scheduled sessions for the you know, indefinite future. And um, we'll get it back on the books. We'll get that shit recorded. Absolutely. Um, but I can give you a, a special only, you can only hear it here kind of version. I love it. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. All right, I'll let you get your gear. They put this sucker down too. <laughs> yeah, it's hard It's hard to rock with a sucker in your mouth for sure. All right, so it is Carcon Carne, Quarantine Con Carne, Mike Vinopal with his heirloom guitar. Yeah, this is uh, uh, my dad's Yamaha. Very and, nice. Uh, I think I'm going to stand up just for uh, rocking sake. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Stand up to rock! I'm going to turn my microphone off. Okay. Because you don't want to hear me in the how's background. This, as you, how's as this look, all right? Uh, it looks like you're ready to rock in your house. You got the winter coat next to you, the house plants. N- nothing says rock and roll like this scenario right here. All right, cool. All right. Oh. Uh, what's, what's the name of the song, Mike? The song is called Supposed to Be, and I think it's perfect for right now because... Um, before the pandemic, it meant a lot to me about the relationships we find ourselves in. And sometimes when we struggle to, uh, you know, part ways, um, because it's comfortable or whatever. Um, and now it reminds me of, you know, how we all thought things were going to be a certain way. And now we all have to kind of adjust and be flexible. So, um, I thought it was perfect for right now. Very cool. All right. It's Mike Vinopal on guitar. Are you happy to be free now? Are you sad to be alone? Are you happy to be free now? Are you sad to be alone? I know sometimes it gets lonely. No one when you get home. And in the midnight hours, thinking how it all went wrong, I guess it's all supposed to be shades of dishonesty. I guess it's all supposed to be. Are you happy to be free now? Are you sad to be alone? 
Are you happy to be free now? Or are you sad to be alone? I'm supposed to have a family. At least a piece to call my own. I don't even have no pennies. Oh, I'm everyone I earn. I guess it's all supposedly gonna come around eventually. I guess it's all supposed to be. I guess it's all supposedly gonna come around eventually. I guess it's all supposed to be. supposed to be <laughs> really that was awesome As one thing i didn't mention before you started playing locomotive i mean this is a band that has the funk you guys always lock into a groove with all the songs you do and i was feeling Thanks, it man. i was feeling it acoustically there thank you um well the funk uh the funk provides us the fuel um you played us on your show demo 312 mm -hmm. a couple of times and uh we are forever grateful for the opportunity to be put in front of your listening audience and uh yeah you played like three or four of our songs and yeah every time it oh the pitter patter of the heart man it, that makes it, me it happy feels so good see radio still can make a difference that makes hell me happy to yeah, hear can. hell never yeah never undervalue the community and the and uh the hope you give other people james uh it's it's wild man it's nice and i i, I will say this to anyone who will listen i mean it's true what radio has that I hope radio stations across America really accept that no one else has is that localness, that connection to community. It's something that can't be replicated by streaming. It's something that can't be done on satellite. And the stations that don't realize it are, are at risk. I, I think it is the core strength of any radio station is to embrace community. So for me, being involved with local music as long as I have, uh, that, that's been a true gift. I mean, that's, there's no greater... I, I've never aspired to be a morning guy or anything like, anything like that. I, just, I love being the local music guy. So thank you. I, I used to actually have you come on, like I had a clock radio in high school. So I'm 37 and I was in high school, late 90s, uh, graduated in 2001. So, you know, back in the day when I listened to Loveline on my clock radio, my actual <laughs> alarm, I listened to you, man. Q101 cool. back in the day. Back in the day. And it's weird because I'm only like 25 right now. So somehow I was on the radio when you were in high school. <laughs> weird how that works. Uh, Mike, you sound great. Tight. You're keeping it tight. I, I, I want to apologize for the audio quality over a webinar. I mean, it, it is what it is. We're living under a pandemic. Like at some point, yeah, I'll we'll, take it, man. at some point, we'll get you in the car. We'll get you all mic'd up and we'll, we'll do something fun when, you know, we're, we're making plans for the future here. Beautiful. Love it, man. Uh, and again, the, the message, I mean, going, leaving the music aside for a second, uh, the message that you gave, the, the, the inspiration you passed on, 
can't be shared enough. Thank you for what you do uh, for Hope for the Day and, and, and for the community. I mean, it, like I said, as this progresses, I may want to lean on you again just to kind of reiterate a lot of the stuff you said and just kind of let people know it's okay not to be okay. Yeah, that'd be great, man. I'd, I'd be honored. And I know people from the team, um, we are meeting for a coffee ta- talk tomorrow, coffee talk at 10 a.m. on Zoom webinar yeah. to show our team, our staff, um, how it's done. Yeah. Um, so maybe we could even uh, pull one of them over uh, to shed a little more sure. light, uh, a little more perspective, a little more representation, you know? I love it. Uh, absolutely. Mike, thank you for doing this. Of course, man. It was an honor. And thank you for doing it. And uh, see you next time.